Welcome to an artist and an athlete podcast. I'm Sarah Mazingo, the athlete. And I'm Ashley Rick, the artist. And we're bringing you a podcast on relationships, healing, and the creative flow. And we're doing that through sharing our experiences of being married lesbians, female entrepreneurs, and how life has changed through our own healing journeys. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> you, you were afraid to start, weren't you? I was. I didn't know where it was going to go. <laughs> I did not start mid-sentence this time. It's a big day. I know. It's a really big You're day. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you got that extra hour of sleep and you're just feeling all feisty. Uh, I don't know if I did actually get one, but yeah, we had daylight savings last night. The dogs are like... We don't care. What's happening? Yeah. Why aren't we up? What's going on? Well, and it's also like super overcast today, like very gloomy. Yeah. So I'm sure they're just like, we just hibernate now, guys. Can you guys get out of bed so we can go back to bed? (laughs) We need you to move so we can come back. We need this whole bed. We would like you to feed us though first. Mm -hmm. Today though, we are going to deep dive into the world of pain. Yeah, we are. (laughs) <laughs> no, this has been a very relevant topic for us in the last week and a half. Yeah. And it's been both physical and emotional, spiritual. And so yeah, we thought it would be a good thing to talk about because I think the one thing you said me that told me this morning <laughs> was that we tell people to lean in, but what do you do when it's scary? And what do you do when it hurts? Yeah. And like pain, physical pain versus energetic, emotional versus how one affects the other and vice versa. Yeah. So something that I think is important is to, when we look at pain in general, it's a, it's a mental thing. So if you, you've probably done this, stubbed your toe, there's like a delay, like you stub the toe and you don't feel it immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the more you focus on it, cause you're like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, bam, it's there. And then the only thing you can think about is your big toe or I'm going to say you stubbed your big toe and it it feels like the pain is intensifying the more you think about it if you can and I did this to Ashley oh she did this to me at the (laughs) grocery store one time so the body can the pain can only be felt in the body in one place at a time at a time and so Ashley smacked her funny bone. And so I <laughs> smacked her on the butt one time. <laughs> she smacked my ass so hard. It popped real hard. Aggressively. But she couldn't feel her elbow anymore. I did not feel my elbow anymore. <laughs> I also maybe just went like, what the fuck? We were also very loudly in the grocery store. Uh, yeah, that was back in the day. But, um, <laughs> oh, that was fun. Uh, so the more you focus on the thing that hurts, the the more it hurts more intensely yeah yeah and that's not to say that pain isn't real it's just where your attention is on the pain can make the pain grow Mm -hmm. the pain is a is a signal to the brain from the body that's saying hey something's not right and that works both physically and emotionally it is it is your 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 brick it is your your signal that if we don't address whatever's happening it's going to get really bad Mm -hmm. So when we look at that from the emotional side, emotional pain can, and it might not manifest physically as much, like you might not notice it. For some of you that are very aware of your body, you will. Yeah. Um, Like before this, we're just talking about the tightness in my right shoulder. Like you'll start to notice a sensation. It's not painful. Something's going on there. Mm -hmm. Something's going on there emotionally, not physically. My right shoulder physically is totally fine. It works. It does all the things it needs to do. Mm -hmm. When we look at, when when we've talked about this a little bit, but I don't know if we've taken such a deep dive. When we look at emotions, they will register in the body first as a sensation. Mm. They don't start in the head and go to the body, although the head is creating a lot of stories around the sensation that is in your body. So this thing in my right shoulder could create this like, oh my gosh, I've hurt my shoulder. It's over. I don't know what's happening. I don't have any control of this. Uh, Frantic. Let the brain go. Right. Wherever the story wants to go. Yeah. If you can take a breath and just focus on that and just let it be. It's just there. It's 
nothing to change, nothing to fix. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a thing that's there. Then you can start to unwind the story behind it Mm -hmm. and, and let it be what it is. And so when we look at pain, we think of, you know, sadness, anger, frustration, all of the lower vibration, uh, lower energies. Mm -hmm. And those for me personally have been very, very scary, scary to look at, scary to go into because they're intense. They are. Yeah. And they're intense in a way that like joy can also be very intense. Mm -hmm. And for people that are like, there are people out there that like can handle anger. Like they can go in it and be deep in it and be deep in sadness and like see those emotions. And on the flip side, going into joy is terrifying. Yes. And then vice versa there are people that can be in joy and happiness and bliss and like looking at sadness is like looking like a cliff dive right yeah. like you're four thousand feet in the air and you're like you want me to jump where mm-hmm. it, it, it will elicit kind of a similar response mm-hmm. and something that's important to know and i'm talking a lot and i'll let you sorry you're okay Keep uh, going. something that's important to know is a wave of emotion so uh if you've had like a wave of sadness come in or um, experience like a, a really intense emotion. The wave of that is roughly 90 seconds. Okay. So if you can be in and sit with an emotion, the wave is 90 seconds. That's not to say there won't be multiple waves. Sure. However, the really intenseness of it is 90 seconds. And if you can just allow that to flow through, knowing that can be really helpful when you're in that place. Yeah. Because for me, when when sadness hit on Monday and it was just a flood, it was about three or four waves. And I was like, okay. And the cool thing is on the other side of that is ecstasy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it may not be like what you're thinking of ecstasy, but it's an openness, a surrender, a a clarity, a lightness, a whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you felt afterwards? That's how I felt Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Going into that, uh, we have, I have still have our mastery call on Monday nights and it's interesting how that container has become so safe that I just show up and start crying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great, we have a call. <laughs> and it's a place where, like, I can really let go. Mm-hmm. And what what kind of transpired is you took, um, and we talked about this last week. You took a you took a position. I did. And it's really awesome. Yeah. And for me my body like relaxed it was like oh okay yeah and that allowed everything that i've been deeply holding on to mm-hmm. to also relax yes and uh and probably for a couple of years i would imagine it was specifically in the last six months but like it's it's things that have been just tightening up for the last few years yeah <clears throat> like we had covid in there we have post-covid we have the gym we have me being self-employed we have us moving like it's not like it was just one thing no I mean we got married in there we <laughs> you know so it's just a couple years of just like this stress this tension that's just kind of been building yeah and things that you're I mean you're very great at enduring so buckle up yeah you know and then Monday, I start this position, and I just, it was everything I had needed. Yeah. And been missing, and that I didn't know that I was holding on to all this crap, and, like, me releasing energy and feeling more like myself. Like, I have, I have not felt like this since 2019. Like, I have not felt connected to you know, community connected to like working with a company that is 
like you're working as a team again you're creating cool things you're you know like I was telling uh, one of the guys at work I'm like we we create the magic mm-hmm. and like we all you you we have to do it together like one of us cannot do it on our own it yeah. has to be done together or it's not happening yeah and that that is so cool and so to have all of this we always joke because we're like we have lots of motions 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 are very hard um (laughs) so to have all of the these motions that i didn't even know i like had boiled myself right like i just so used to the pain the muck the headache the the life is hard just being the hard and then I take this position I go in on Monday and I'm like very overwhelmed because mm-hmm. Monday was because all the information is coming job. right yeah but by Wednesday I was just like yeah this is pretty great and by Friday I was just like hell yes let's do this and that was really cool it wasn't like necessarily the first day was like ecstasy and by Friday I was just like get me out of here no you know it was the opposite of like okay we're gonna just my mother-in-law said you're just a sponge like your job is to be a sponge and she's right yeah right yeah and so for the first two days I was just like we're gonna absorb everything we can uh Wednesday was a little bit of a lighter day and then Thursday and Friday were warehouse days and so then it was like absorb all the on project stuff that you can Monday Tuesday reset Wednesday Thursday Friday is like okay all the new stuff again in the warehouse yeah and um did I go a little hard in the warehouse Um, usually not not even maybe (laughs) yes yes I did but I was so excited and I was so just ready to be part of that energy again and releasing all that energy and everything was was really beneficial for me and it was so cool to feel it in you too like to feel that like calmness flow between us I have so many thoughts right okay now. go for it <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's not how it felt to you but like that's how it felt to me no it it definitely didn't feel calm for me it felt <laughs> like um so you've always been joy yes always and I'd say for the last year, you've been like muted joy. Sometimes it's almost like, well, we're just going to try and put joy on today. Yeah. And so, and this ties from the, from the mushroom experience still mm-hmm. is this awareness that like you are the bridge, you are the, like, you are joy, you are the play and the happiness and the energy from that was okay I'm gonna put on joy today Mm -hmm. and then uh you know two weeks ago ever since pretty much you said yes to this like joy has been like like superwoman like she went into the to the (laughs) phone booth and like she's taken off the wings they're like shaking out and my system was like oh Oh shit. Okay. Like it, it, it was like, what's, what's like, we're, this is, this is the real thing. And there was so much letting go of like, I have, I think unknowingly energetically been trying to connect to you as joy Mm. and it wasn't there. Right. And then it was like, it was there and I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, um, the, the, the calmness came for me like Thursday, Friday. The, after, after I heave cried all of my feelings. Well, <laughs> but like same with me, right? Yeah. Like I was just pure exhaustion the first yeah. couple days of like, I think what Tuesday night I was just like, I want pizza and I want a couch and TV that I don't have to think about. Like yeah. I don't want to try and absorb any more information. I can't. Yeah. And so... The first part of the week was very much just trying to f- be, figure out what's happening, all this new energy, all the things. Yeah. And then Thursday and Friday felt very like, okay, at least from my end was like, we're getting a rhythm. We understand that uh, I don't have to pretend to be joy anymore. It's just here. Uh, she's here. And... I would imagine that that for your system was a little bit of like, oh shit. 
it was like an oh shit and like a like the sadness for me came in the like it was like a it's hard to explain it was like a sad happy Mm -hmm. and monday night sitting on the call i didn't understand i just kept saying it's it's so hard like it's been so hard everything has been hard yeah and everything around it was just like letting it was almost like letting go of this struggle yeah and the mentor that is uh, leading our calls, Jamie, um, she's so good. Like she just, like, <laughs> she is, <laughs> you have like one hint of your energy off and she's like, let me focus in on this. Watch right. This. <laughs> you know, and she's also really amazing at that. Like I am the guide of the journey, right? She's just there to hold the space in the container and ask the questions. Mm-hmm. So she's like, do you want to go into this? And I was like, no, but yes. <laughs> and connecting with my little kid and, and I, like, she was just in a ball in the corner, just sobbing. I, I can remember the feeling, the sensation in my heart was so prominent. It was like a fiery, smooth ball in my heart. And it was just, it was so energetically big mm-hmm. that I could touch it mm-hmm. and I couldn't go into it. Mm-hmm. And... So when we look at pain, you you have to have the capacity. You don't have to. It's uh, crushing it with language today. Um, <laughs> uh, Daylight savings, throwing everything off. <laughs> as you go through your feelings journey, every feeling that you're with, you're building your capacity to be with yes. feeling. Yeah. I did not yet have the capacity to hold that feeling in that moment. After uh, a few days of tired, not looking at things, I did not have the capacity to hold that feeling in that moment. And so sometimes you can touch it and that still grows your capacity, mm-hmm. right? You're like, okay, I can, I can, I can hold that for four seconds mm-hmm. and that's, that's it. That's it's system overload, mm-hmm. right? However, that system overload created, expanded the container by four more seconds. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at holding pain, the more you can sit with it, because that's really what you're doing, Mm -hmm. is you're sitting with the heavy uh, feeling, the just the, the muck. You're not trying to change it. You're literally just trying to sit in it. Mm -hmm. And when you can when you can do that and sometimes you can do it for you know three minutes and you're like cool that's what i have right now and you'll notice that uh over time you're able to sit with a lot like pre-touching that fiery ball like i am sobbing i am in it i can see it like we're there and knowing that like okay that's it mm-hmm. <clears throat> What that did on the other side is it opens the capacity for joy, happiness, bliss. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not just like you're opening your sadness container, you're actually opening your whole container okay. to feel the spectrum. Right. And so when it's really scary, it's also really helpful to have somebody that you trust that's just there. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. Say anything, nothing. No. And like for me, knowing that you were in the house on Monday mm-hmm. allowed me the the ability to go as far as I could go. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the movie uh, Finding Nemo? Yes. Okay. Because your little kid just showed me. Remember in Finding Nemo when he's like, they're like, oh my God, it's a butt. The boat. And he's like, the boat's out beyond the reef. And they're like, I'm going to go out and touch it. So Mm. they dare him, right? And he's like, his dad's like, don't you do it. And he swims out there and he's just like, fear, right? It's scary. And his dad says, don't do it. And he touches the boat, the butt. And he swims back. Yeah. And it's just like, that's like just that little bit more, that little bit more. And it is, it's like, you don't have to hang out there and get on the boat, but like, just touching it and running away really quick is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you've ever experienced that, so for me, 
this happens in mountain biking quite a bit. It's like the first time you go mountain biking and I've taken quite a few friends for the first time. <laughs> they are like white knuckle death grip on the handlebars thinking they're going to die. Yes. <laughs> the second time they're like not quite white knuckled and they're starting to get it. The third time it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're flowing. We're doing things. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon they're like doing jumps and all kinds of cool stuff. That's the same thing as your emotions. Yeah. Is like the first time you do it, yeah, it's like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. And like, y'all, it's 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 a wave. Like on Tuesday, I sent my my mentor a note, and I was like, did I just open the sadness door and I live here now? Like, I do not understand what's happening. <laughs> and she's like, your system is finally. She's like, I imagine with, you know, the connection to Ashley, uh, the things that are going on at home, like your system relaxed for a second and now it's like opening and clearing and allowing yourself mm-hmm. to to move through and i was like i love hate that you're right <laughs> right yeah 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 how are you feeling now um it feels good it feels like there's still some clearing to do mm-hmm. and i think it was like wednesday or thursday i was like oh I felt so much lighter, so much clearer. The connection between us is feeling like it's coming back to yeah. even pre-COVID. And yeah, like yesterday we were like, this feels like we're dating again. Yeah. Like it felt like that energy of like, uh And that's like the freedom of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's been a lot of my writing lately is like, how do we get back to that? So it's fun that that's yeah. happening. Yeah. So I'm going to shift things quick. Go. To physical yeah. pain. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I'm not the athlete. <laughs> and is it ironic? <laughs> no. Is it ironic? <laughs> right. Don't no. you think? So, gosh, it was 17 years ago, 16 years ago. I don't know. I had had a car accident. There had been some a lot of like trauma in these this year or two of my life, and then I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. So for me, I was like, it was months of diagnosis. It like my knees were locked up. I couldn't hardly walk. I was missing a lot of work. Um, it was just so confusing. Everything felt wrong and off and hard. And yeah, it just, it would be 15 years because almost, because it was 2017, 2018. No, excuse me, 2007, 2008. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. And I had never heard the word fibromyalgia. So I was just like, okay, I had to go to the rheumatologist. I had to do all these things. And they're like, this is what you have. So I had to go to a physical therapist to like learn how to stretch and move my joints in a way that like opened things back up, got me moving again. Uh, Cause everything had just kind of seized up uh, like the Tin Man mm-hmm. and learned how to like stretch my toes out. So I'm not like, you know, tight white knuckling my toes when I walk (laughs) and really just like learning how to relax all parts of me from my toes to my the top of my head and it is something that I like actively have to do every day since and if I don't I can it very quickly triggers in my brain and then I just kind of like like my hands are a big one I hold Mm -hmm. a lot in my hands and I notice a lot when I'm sleeping I'll do this but I'll like make a fist and I lay on my fist, right? Like I lay on the side and then I'm like, oh my God, why are you doing this? And so I'll like open my hands up and I just kind of stretch my collarbone open and just like try to lay as open as I can. And within a half hour, if my brain starts to wander and it goes to a stressful situation or I'm like spiraling. I notice my hands will do that thing where they lock back up again. They curl back up into a fist and then I start to tighten up again. And then it's an active like process of, okay, calm down, open your hands up and do it nightly. This happens nightly and during the day. So years, years and years and years and years, this has been happening. We are going into winter is coming to yeah. Fargo. 
so this is also that time where like we said with the dogs earlier right like the the sky has got this blanket over it everything feels like hibernation which then just makes my body want to do the thing where it like curls back up and we're just going to curl into this little safe ball and emotionally energetically I'm like let's do all the things and physically my body's like yeah how about we do them in May and I'm like but but May's a long time away like why don't we do them now and so it's very much an active thought all the time so start this new job super excited about it going Monday do a lot of like the first couple hours is just learning where everything is on the computer it's a lot of computer week meetings and then I go into the we were setting up for an event so I go in and I'm like where am I most useful and I've been sitting for a while so like we're I'm doing things and I'm stretching and like feel like I'm slowly trying to like oil all the joints and like get them moving again and so by Monday night I was pretty like frustrated because I couldn't move and do everything I wanted to to do but yet still did it I was still moving uh Tuesday was a really early call uh because we had to be there before the show started so I didn't really like sleep great Monday night going to Tuesday the show was awesome as soon as the show's done we tear down and load up the trucks well, tear down went a lot easier. It always does. Yep. <laughs> and so by Tuesday night, my body was just in shock, basically. It was just like, okay, shit. <laughs> this this what we're doing now. And I remember telling you, I was just like, I don't I don't know if I can physically handle this. And just saying those words out loud was all I needed to be like, this is this is new. You, your your capacity will build mm-hmm. you know you went from being a stay-at-home artist that like maybe stretched two or three times a day to to f- full physical activity all day and for me it's it's very hard not to link my productivity to my worth yeah so it's something I have to actively do I imagine there are millions of people out there that are the same and Yet I took this position that's more upper management, right? Like I'm not somebody who has to physically load the truck all day, every day and be in the warehouse and pull everything. Yep. When there are big projects, yes. And I work with a group of people that fully understand how I feel and how my body is. And they 1 million percent support it. They're like, if you can't do something this day, don't do it. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Like we can have you do something else. So Wednesday, I said, was a lighter day. Thursday and Friday were full warehouse days again. Oh, you guys, I love me some organization. (laughs) And like our warehouse is just, mm, our warehouse manager, she has crushed it. It is immaculate. So when we pull an event and put an event out, it is, it is an act of beauty. Like it is so amazing. And so we're doing this and I'm like my brain is so excited because we have checklists and we have like a system and it is working and it is beautiful and yet like we have to get the stuff onto the trucks and so in my brain I'm like you can almost deadlift 200 pounds you're fine you can do this however I have not deadlift in like, like a year you all could have seen my face I was yes like, you haven't done that in a very long time right like I haven't done that in over a year I haven't done these things but in my head I'm like you've done them you're I used to could do 330 pounds, but not anymore. (laughs) Then I'm like, but I've already checked that box, so I have that skill. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She almost spit her coffee on the microphone. I really did. That was magic. (laughs) My job would be so much easier if that was the case. Oh my God, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I used to do it, so I'm done. Currently unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) You would have zero job security. (laughs) And so... That was getting very frustrating because I was just like, I know I can do these things, so I'm going to do them. Well, by Friday evening, I was done. I was like, I physically can't anymore. I can't. 
I, I just can't, can't anymore. Like <laughs> there were no more, there were no more words, <laughs> yep. feelings, emotions, all of it. And yet my brain is just like, joy is just at a level she hasn't been in a long time. And like the excitement and everything is just like, this is absolutely the right choice for me. I'm so excited. My body's like, cool. Can we talk about this next week? <laughs> like, we'll just reevaluate in a day or two. And uh, I have um, some thumb tendon tension from life. And uh, when my fibro flares up, um, a lot of times it's in my neck, my shoulders, and my right hand. And it is like on fire. And it's not like, like, yes, if you bump it and you do the thing, like when you break your, a bone or something like you bump it the right way and it just like shoots that, that pain into every joint in your body, right? Like a dominoes. So this is like, if you bump it a certain way, it just like radiates through my whole body. Like it doesn't just go to the elbow. Like it, it is a spider web of electricity everywhere. So yesterday that's really painful. And we had an amazing day yesterday. Like, I was so excited to get out of town. We got to go to Malia's new restaurant. Like, we just had fun. Yeah, it was a really great day. And yet, I was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to ruin your day. So then I'm just going to hold it in more. And yet, it's just the more I hold it in, the worse it gets. It was overflowing at one point. And you... You're, you're feeling my pain, so then your shoulder is seizing up, and it's just so dumb and yet so hard all at the same time. Like, I know it's, it feels dumb because I'm like, you know what's happening. You did this to yourself. Mm. And then this, I think I told you yesterday, this thing happens where I'm like, you're proving to yourself you can't do this. Like... Joy's so happy. She's got this job she loves, the people she loves to work with. But you hurt yourself, so see, you can't do it. Hmm. You don't deserve this. You're proving to yourself that you're going to fail. And like, consciously, I know that that's dumb. I know that that's not a, a... That's not the case, yeah. Right. I know that that's not the case. I know that... Logically, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, logically, that is just absurd. Yep. And yet, that's all I can feel, and it's just like a hamster wheel playing over and over and over in my head. And I... I just am so mad about it. So then I'm holding in this anger because I have this pain that I don't know how to, I do, I do know how to, um, like just sit with it and be in it. And had I just like stopped and really just sat in it and like process this pain and this physical pain and all of it, I imagine it would have moved through way faster, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And so I'm like, well, I'll just keep pushing it down and I'll just not try to use my dominant fucking hand mm-hmm. <laughs> to do anything. And then I suffer all day. And that's the hard part about pain though, right? Is like, you know that if you sit with it, it's gonna get better. And it's so painful to sit with it and so scary to sit with it. Yeah. That it's hard. And for me, it's it's also the like, I don't want to feel physical pain and emotional pain at the same time. They're the same thing. Well, I understand that they're <laughs> the same thing, but I'm like... It just feels like too much. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. No, I have no answers. Great. (laughs) (laughs) 
we are done <laughs> i have the record button <laughs> no go for it instead of saying like thinking that you have to sit through the pain can you sit in safety and can you remind yourself like just sit and remind yourself you're safe well that's so last night you went to i took a bath you went to some friend's house across the street and the bath was very hot <laughs> so it was one of those ones where you like can't submerge yourself all the way because you're like sorry oh. about that i did that no that's okay it was great <laughs> um it was really cold when i felt it i'm like i just kind of like put my hands in and pulled them out I put my hands in and pulled them out and it was just kind of this like almost like a meditative state of just flowing with my hands and for me water is always my place of like reset my grounding space and it was really cool because I was I was having a lot of guilt from not for not going with you and sat with that and I was just like okay you know like it's almost like a checklist starts right shocking i know but i know when pain starts when like if my neck and my shoulders start to tense up or whatever it is wherever the pain's starting in my body i know i can go to the shower like okay so you're in the bath great check one you already did this like you're safe in this space and then it's just you have no expectation you have nowhere you need to be right now yeah it's I did not dive completely down that rabbit hole of safety because there was something about being home by myself that didn't feel completely safe you know like you were saying on Monday 100% and I I think that this is more of a long-term practice for you because what what just hit me like a lightning bolt listening to you share this is you're more of a leaving pattern than you're realizing. Yeah, I would believe that. And just from the way you lined up that story of you experienced two years of trauma and then you had fibro. And the way that you talk about your body curling in, Mm -hmm. creating a shell. Absolutely. And so simply practicing uh, feeling safe. So from what I understand is is leaving the body, the body tenses up because there's nobody home. Yeah. And so it doesn't have the, like when, when somebody's home, it's like, oh <laughs> yeah, all right, ooh, let's do this, mm-hmm. right? And when, when you leave, the body goes into this protective state and so it tightens and typically it will tighten in the shoulders and in the neck. Yeah, it's like a little armadillo. It's just like, shoop. Yep, 100%. That's yeah. exactly what it is, right? Like the turtle tucks in a shell. And one of the practices is, is like waking up in the morning and going through the same practice that you just described of like opening everything up. And when you're doing that, reminding yourself you're safe. Mm-hmm. Like I am, I am safe to be in my body. I am snuggled with the pups. My wife is right here. I am safe. And I imagine that the more that practice can happen in the space, because you set an amazing container in our bedroom, right? (laughs) And like it also, you're so quick to come out into the ether and pull ideas, right? Like watching you create an event, like I watched you create one of the two of the local events, two of the bigger ones Mm -hmm. I watched you create. And you couldn't put it on paper, but this map was in your head. And then it's like an orchestra. Like you are the conductor and you orchestrate people to do the things that need to happen to make that event happen. Mm -hmm. You are less in your body and able to connect with the ether. Mm. And so... I imagine after a big event like that, your body responds as in like, we hurt. Yes. Because you haven't been home. Fair. And so learning how to bring that all back in, Mm. I imagine will allow you to loosen over time. 
and that would start with a practice of safety whether it's in the bathtub and like when I sit in there with you and we just practice being safe Mm -hmm. you're just reminding yourself like you're in water so you're submerged (laughs) yeah it's this cocoon yeah so you don't necessarily like your body is taken care of so you're still out here Right, the warmth is concluding my body so I can be creating all of my grand schemes to take over the world, right? And learning how to bring you back in to your body because you have been through a significant amount of trauma. And from a, from a little kid learning that it's not safe to be in your body. And now... We have this opportunity to practice bringing you back home. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what it is, is just welcoming yourself back home. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And so... For me, I run an enduring pattern. And so I am so rooted that I actually have to come back up to the world. Because I'm like, no, no, let's make a cave. Right. <laughs> let's hibernate down here. Yeah. I'll just leave and fix everybody else's problems and merge with them. Because you can see how, like you can see from the ether how. So we get to practice that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, uh, I feel that. Yeah. It's really funny. So last, I don't remember if it was last week or two, however long ago it was. But, um, like we talked, I had said that, like, it's been hard. Yeah. and like breaking down the last few years you know and then you like didn't really feel it until I said it yeah and like I words of affirmation are a very big love language for me anyway Mm -hmm. but like hearing you admit that and say that like validated the little kid in me of like because, like, growing up, I'd been told that, you know, I was a hypochondriac. I was this. I was that. I was that. Whatever it was, suck it up. Yep. Um, and granted, my family doesn't know 98% of the stuff that happened to me. Yeah. So I don't blame them for saying that that type of stuff. It just sticks with you, right? That's what creates our limiting beliefs. Right. And... Yeah. So for me, every time I get sick, every time something hurts, every time I don't feel right, my brain just immediately goes, well, you're making it up. Push through. Yeah. Suck it up. You're fine. And then it becomes so loud that you can't not listen to it. And it's like, fine, then we will take the use of your right hand away from you. Or... We will make it so you have the flu. And your flu, you didn't listen to your flu, so now you get walking pneumonia. Like, it, because I don't stop to actually, like, feel it. And I'm just, like, reflecting on the last, you know, 20-some years of my life here. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, for when we first met, like, I, I mean, I hadn't been sick for a long time. Like, it was, I was doing really great. And I was very open and, like, f- very much enjoy. Like, able to embody it a lot of the times. Yeah. And since, since 2020, really, of, like, you know, and, like, COVID was really big fear. So fear was very big emotion for me and so then I just like I just live in this fear and then it feels like it just kind of like snowballed into this uncontrollable monster like in the movie Soul where you know 
you're like this big black beast that's just wandering around aimlessly, but there's still this person inside of you that doesn't know what's happening. And yeah, like if I look at the last six months of to a year of like how hard everything has been. And like ending up in the emergency room. Yeah. To COVID, to walking pneumonia, to all these things. When if you look at the the people that did their best, I'll say, to talk about COVID, directed a lot of that at people like you. Absolutely. With auto autoimmune diseases or people with anything but perfect health, you're probably going to die. Was kind of the doom and gloom message that came out the first couple of weeks of this of this event. And that's not to say that I'm discounting the millions of people that did lose their lives. And that fear has stuck with people and resonated with people for longer than it maybe needed to. And it it's interesting because this is this is the limiting belief, right? And coming out of this is the same as sitting with like you're not enough or uh, any other. You don't matter. You don't whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, this is your really deep root. And I'm surprised you haven't flipped me off yet. But <laughs> this is the My hand hurts too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is your weed. No, I'm not. I do, like, I don't want to flip you off because I know, like, I wouldn't be a sobbing emotional disaster over here if it wasn't <laughs> true, <laughs> right? You know? So, logically, <laughs> big Ashley. Touche, Mozingo, touche. Yeah, so I know it's there and it's... It's run the show for a really long time. Well, and it's it's one of those ones, too, that's, like, not just a one-and-done weed. No, it's... Because this this has been, like, spread all over the garden, right? Like, this is not just one weed that's, like, been in the garden and you get to pull it. Like, this is a it's weed like that has Charlie. been reinforced over and over and over and over throughout my whole life. That, yeah. So you think... Like, for me, I was like, oh, but I pulled this weed when I did TCS, mm. right? Like, I've already dealt with this. That's what we all think. It's a trap. <laughs> it is. It's never done. <laughs> um, so then when it comes back up again, you're like, but we've already addressed this one. I've already checked this box. So then it goes back to the like, well, I already, I already deadlifted 200 pounds. I can do this. Yeah. So then when this weed comes back up, I'm like, well, I've already dealt with this one. Yeah. And so then you sidestep it. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, that's not really what it is then. Yeah. And it is still there. And I imagine for you, this was like the six foot thistle, right? And so, yeah, like it's really pretty on top. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, little, okay, so maybe it could be a, a flower. Deceptive. <laughs> it's real prickly. Right. And that root runs deep. Yeah. Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb, but that's the only verbal I can give you instead of flipping you off right now. It's really funny. Like, we do the same thing. Like, on my Monday night call, I'm like, this is dumb. And Anat's always like, what is it? And I'm like, it's fine. I don't have the patience for you right now. <laughs> Just let it be dumb. It gets to be both. <laughs> it can be both. Dumb and fine. So, it's not dumb, it's frustrating. And. It's so funny because something that just came up right now was like, I have this ability con to connect with people's inner child, right? And they're, they're, um, I can feel what they feel in this, like this empathy cocoon thing that happens. And so, I've, you know, I've, I've made this promise to little Ashley that like, I will help her. 
won't abandon her. I won't do that. And it's so funny because like when it comes to weeds like this, where I'm like, this was reinforced over and over by the actions of other people. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing their work? Like I get mad because I'm like, this is like a group project that I have to do all the work for. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I am not here for that. That's kind of what they all are. It is. <laughs> kind of but it's just really funny because that's what she just like popped up into my head. She's just like, we're doing the homework for everybody. <laughs> Nobody else is doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And... I'm like, I'm, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to abandon her. And at the same time, I'm like, fuck. Sometimes the work feels like it's way more worky than the other work. It's <laughs> just heavier. Yeah. And we, I know we joke a lot of like, once you see, you can't unsee. Yeah. You're just like, that's dumb. I would really like to be able to put glasses on. So right now I can see. <laughs> this time I can unsee. <laughs> I would like to unsee things, please. <laughs> it's it like, just reminded uh, me like Jeopardy. Alex, I would like to unsee for a thousand. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just saw the like uh, 3D glasses where you're just like, and now we take off reality. <laughs> 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 Can I have a different vision? Yeah. Thanks for talking to me about this. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I am. It's so funny. So this morning we were talking. We we're like, wow, well, what are we going to talk about? And I said, I'd like to talk about pain. And as soon as I said it, I was like, why? You're going to be the one that cries. <laughs> I was like, this is. Yeah. My body was very leaky too. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So pain, physical, emotional, mental, like how is it manifesting in your life, in your world, in your body? This is one that I would, I would love to talk to people about. Like this is one that I think we all have on some level. And I would imagine that there are people that are like, no, I'm fine. Like I don't have any pain. And if you would just slow down and like Sarah said, you know, stop to think about it for just a minute of like, breathe, sit in, sit and look with, look in and like really just even saying the words like, I am safe, elicits a response from my body. It's like, well, of course we're safe. Why wouldn't we be safe? Mm. And then I'm like, okay, well, so there's that. <laughs> and like leaning into that, right? Because yeah. then yeah. that's a, a trigger. That's a like red flag of like, okay. Or like if what Ashley just said and slowing down and sitting terrifies you and, and you don't want to be the scary, be with the scariest person in your room that is yourself, start there. Start there. <laughs> just, but, just even set a 10 minute timer and sit alone with yourself. Yeah. And if you need ideas and pointers and places to start, hit us up. Like we love talking about this stuff. We so. do. And Sarah's really good at it. So are you. Yeah. But thanks for hanging out with us this week. Listening to me cry. Another week. <laughs> I am not a fan of this. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing great. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you liked it, please give us a like, a subscribe, share it with your friends if you think it's relevant. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Tellwell Story Company and Studio in the Fargo-Moorhead area here. They believe that story is the most powerful way to introduce a brand, educate, and engage your audience and remind them why they love you. They love to tell a great story. And we appreciate the use of their beautiful podcast studio. And if you ever are in the Fargo area looking for a place to do your media, check them out. They're amazing. Thanks, everybody.